0: Hey SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios.
1: See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio just- On Radio TFI. TFI. It's Saturday, September 7th of 2019, and you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and right out there in
0: beautiful Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and it is a beautiful, gorgeous fall day here in uh, in the big apple although it's not technically fall yet the past couple days we're sitting in the low 60s right now your boy has got his windows open no air conditioning on i am not accustomed to this kind of weather until well into the month of october damn near halloween so uncle ed's in a good mood let's see what we can do to screw that up No, oh. <laughs> let's see how much time do i have <laughs> you got two hours two big <laughs> hours today we're back we're back with a vengeance
1: Oh my goodness! And and what a plateful we got here! Oh boy! Uh, especially time to look forward. Don't no, I don't want you to leave us now, but come hour two, we we are back with the favorites here: John and Ed versus the spread, uh, the birthday, birthday report. Have we changed who's uh, behind that? Oh, absolutely! Well, no,
0: no, it's still the uh, whatever the hell her it's name. It's still going to be the Rosa the Rosa Mendez birthday the report. Ro- the Rosa Mendez birthday report, powered by the Associated Press.
1: Oh. <laughs> That doesn't sound as sexy for
0: whatever right. We're looking for corporate sponsorship, you know. We have, two, <laughs> we have two corporate sponsorship slots available in that title. Rosa Mendez, we love you, darling, but if somebody's willing to give us a couple of shekels, I'll slap anybody's name on that. I don't care. And as far as who it's powered by, who knows? Who cares? Give us a couple of shekels. You, too, can be the one that powers the... Uh, uh, you can power both sides of the birthday report, John Shannon. It's the John Shannon birthday report, powered by John Shannon. I don't care. Well,
1: then start passing over the shekels, brother. <laughs> well, I do.
0: There'll be a meeting. Oh, a okay. Well, before we get so, too deep in, let's we talk. Don't forget, hour one. We got some pretty exciting stuff going on as well today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Tell the kids and kittens what's uh, going to happen in about 20 minutes or so.
1: Well, we are going to get a phone call from Ed gave her this uh, this wonderful title, the Queen of Hacks, or was it the Queen of All Hacks? Queen of All Hacks. Queen of All Hacks. Uh, Miss Christine Hubbard is going to be paying us a visit here. And, of course, I've done my level best to make sure that everything is uh uh, proper when she calls, it, that means it's probably going to
0: crash by the time she does call. But <laughs> we'll see. They've so. got they've got new hybrid cabs up there in Toronto, Beck Taxi. Um, she's been posting a lot lately on Twitter and some of the newer vehicles. She's an she's an active user of their app and uh, can't wait to talk to her and find out what's new and exciting up up there in beautiful Toronto, Canada.
1: Yes, indeed. And I have a, sh- a story I'm going to pass along here. Wait a minute, wait, that a minute I- wait a minute. No, no, who, else, no.
0: who, who else are we speaking to today? Oh,
1: okay. Well, we are going to be speaking to uh, Mr. Alex Stefan, better known to the Twitterverse as uh, The Soul Cab, at The Soul Cab. We're going to ring him up here at about uh, 1040. So it's going to be a a very very interesting uh day here before we uh before we carry on though let's uh, d- uh take a quick wave you bye to uh to uh one hurricane dorian may i as it looks like may, may go I? right ahead dorian yes
0: see ya <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it, it did make u.s landfall uh yesterday uh in the outer banks of north carolina uh, but boy, I, I and I haven't seen a lot of the pictures from there. But it's not it's not it pleasant. Mm, but can it really? Can look when somebody's going through misery like that? You really there is no. I don't think there's any worse misery than another. I'm not saying that, right? Obviously, but because um, I'm thinking of the Bahamas uh, right now, they're confirmed. 30 deaths in the Bahamas. Right. uh, Over 1,000 missing uh, still so far here, and uh, totally devastated. Now, not knowing the geography of the Bahamas, I couldn't tell you if it was, um, they mentioned the North Bahamas, the north end of the Bahamas. Uh, I don't know how bad it affected the rest of the island, but it, it did convince me of one thing, Ed, I swear to God, I don't care how much money I ever uh, accumulate. I have no interest in living in an
0: island anymore. Well, part of the problem is it's part of the beauty and part of the problem Um, in the the Bahamas is that they're relatively small islands. There's nowhere to go. It's flat uh, Mm. and there's no protection. Uh, uh, Now, for what it's worth, I lived through Hurricane Andrew. Uh, I didn't, I was just outside, uh, the eye and all that, uh, South Miami was homestead was just obliterated, wiped off the map. And we saw the images the next morning as, as, uh, helicopters started to get up and it was devastating. Make no mistake about it, but, and this is no knock on the people that lost a lot, uh, there but the pictures i've seen out of the bahamas are just truly uh shake shake to anyway i i want to personally and i believe i speak for john extend our uh you know our sympathies and our concern for all you folks out there in the bahamas and we do know that it is better in the bahamas and the folks on the outer banks of the carolinas who got slapped around a little bit uh you guys will be fine uh You know that was a big monster storm. Uh, I spoke to uh, my people down in South Florida. It was heading right for them. It was coming right for them. And this is the thing: uh, when you see a hurricane, it drives me batty. The people that say, "Well, it's not going to hit. It's not going to." You don't know what it's. The experts don't know what it's going to do. No, exactly. So you have. Everybody talks about the. Yeah. Everybody talks about the eye
1: of the storm. you got you know especially with as huge of a storm that Dorian was. I mean they were feeling the effects the thing was a hundred miles offshore
0: and they were still feeling the effects in, uh, in Florida and uh, well not uh, to go into a whole prim- primer primer on uh, on hurricanes but a, 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 a storm like that is not just the eye actually you don't want the eye. Because if you get the eye, that means no. you get the eye wall, which is the strongest winds. Mm-hmm. But some of these storms are uh, 350, 400 miles wide. We yeah. here in New York got a, got outer bands yesterday. People didn't believe me. I said, no, 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 they're coming. And they did. You can watch them in the sky and they move quickly. Uh, I've seen it before. But anyway, let, I, again, our, our concern, our hearts go out to you know everybody affected. Uh, i'm glad Mm -hmm. all my all all my friends and whatnot down in south florida are are okay but uh Mm -hmm. you know if you can help the folks in the bahamas by all means there's plenty of places out there uh accepting you know our coordinating i I think that i think that they'll wind up being okay
1: only because first off they don't have uh i mean they have aid coming in i mean here's uh uh, Tyler Perry actually uh, sent a, p- a private plane to deliver supplies, so they are they are getting the help. It isn't like uh, Puerto Rico where they had to rely on Donald Trump. So,
0: uh, by the way, by the I, way, Puerto Rico, did you know that it's an island? Yeah, and it's in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's move I, on from I, I, that. I was waiting for a point on that. <laughs> just ribbon uh ribbing the big guy okay while no, we're talking yeah. about trump and john mentioned this before we came on the air and 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 i'm gonna try to keep it in check here just when you think oh he can't possibly get any more petty or lower than this you have to draw on he oh god the map the map just admit it. You made a mistake. You said Alabama. You, you 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 misspoke. You were misinformed. Move on. Everybody, you know, look. Everybody has that moment. What moron boy doesn't doesn't understand what he does? At, even as, pres, as president of the United States, when you say a hurricane's coming coming to Alabama, people in Alabama believe that. Okay, and, and now you're creating a panic. Well, first off, why is El Presidente doing? hurricane updates the map you had was old there's a million places I'm not turning to you for my weather report especially when a monster storm is bearing down on us mm. and by you the and, way I don't you know you if you are this not. <laughs> but apparently
1: drawing on a uh, official uh, US hurricane map or weather map or whatever is against the law It's federal crime but then
0: again just add oh, that to the
1: list yeah, yeah. just keep it Dano. on
0: the just just heap it on the pile. Yeah, seven five four eight
1: zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. I will give you or advise, I guess I should say, as um, the day progresses. Here, we are going to wind <laughs> up having uh, uh, having a couple people on that line at different points in time. I would offer that if you want to comment dur- during those segments, just send us a text or send us a tweet uh, at Taxi Stand Hour. We'll uh, uh, we can respond that way too. So, but uh, that that seven five four eight zero zero chat number will be occupied, especially in the first hour. If you if you feel like calling in on the second hour, it should be wide open. So Ed, so John. Uh,
0: Uh, You know, it's so funny. I ran it. You you said that as if you expected, as if there was somebody else here, and you had to make sure you specifically got me. But go ahead. Well, hey, who knows? Gil Christ may be in the background. (laughs) Don't you go messing (laughs) with Gil Christ. So praise him. Out in the
1: uh, out on the streets here the other day, I saw something that just about dropped me out of the cab. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention the name of this company because uh, I'm actually looking f- I might uh, bring this the particular owner of this company on next week if he wants to talk about it but uh, last week I saw and this is one of the mega companies this is there are a lot of little companies in the Twin Cities but uh, between us and this other company uh, it, they comprise probably... of the taxis in the Twin Cities area. And when I say taxis, I'm also talking about the ones that are running around without tops or without top lights and without other things that would set them apart and make them as an obvious taxi. A lot of the cars would be considered the transportation cars, the medical cars or whatever. Well, these transportation cars I saw with this one particular company had uh, Uber actually had a Lyft, uh, uh, the little lighted sign that goes on the dash, and I I, I was stunned. I, I I couldn't believe that. And so I sent a tweet to the owner of this particular company, and I asked him, "Are you uh, are you aware and are are you okay with the fact that one of your vehicles is?" Um, also operating with Uber and Lyft. And to my surprise, he said, yes, we're doing this. And I'm paraphrasing the tweet here. We're doing this because we know we have no night business and we want to be able to uh, keep the drivers that we have uh, to be able to handle the day business. So yes, indeed, this this particular uh, company owner has indeed signed off on the fact that some of his uh, cars and uh, they're again they're not the they're not the attack. Um, uh, None of them have the top lights because I've actually seen uh, three or four of them on the street uh, since that day. Apparently, all he requires is that the vehicle or the driver of that vehicle, the owner of the vehicle again this comp- this particular company has no company cars they're all owner operators so he uh yeah he's he's signed off on it all they got to do is come in and sign a waiver that says that the uh, company's uh the company's insurance isn't liable if there is uh, an accident or something happens and uh I, w- I was a tad bit surprised and i've asked uh, when christine calls in i've asked to uh to, for her opinion on this uh when alec uh, when we called him i've asked for his uh opinion i can i can tell you in advance that they are very differing opinions uh believe it or not but we'll we'll get to that when uh when we actually speak to them so i know you've got something on this ed uh there you go the floor is yours.
0: I understand from the perspective of he wants to keep his drivers busy and active. I get that. That being said, you are you are you are selling ammunition to your enemy, the very bullets that are going to kill you. You're making and selling to your enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will now. You will lose more customers because they will realize, oh, you guys are doing Uber and Lyft now? Oh, well, why should I go through whatever system I'm going through? to? Uh, it's going to hurt him in the end. He's, it's going to hurt mm-hmm. him in the end. He, I, I don't see how that benefits anybody.
1: Um, well, I he don't. may be thinking more short term.
0: I don't don't think he's
1: long long term, and and I'm
0: not uh, that that wasn't meant to be a in defense of. But you, um, you, you, if if I sell my uh, enemy the bullet that I made, he's only got to shoot me one time, and that's a short term. Yeah, yeah. Interaction. I I, I hear you, and I understand. Believe me, I understand as what it's like to watch your cab company circle the drain i have oh, been I there. Know. and and believe you me you are at your wits end trying to figure out some way to keep your drivers from leaving and make no mistake they're leaving and they own their cars and some of them have probably been with him a long time and are going to hang on the very bitter end but make no mistake about it if this man has no night business and he's down to he's resorted to allowing his drivers to, to do the ride hail stuff he may as well shut the doors right now because it's not going to take long for his drivers to realize why am I paying this guy anything uh, they'll mm-hmm. soon realize yeah. it, they're, they're going to get screwed over by, by Lyft and Uber but uh but I, I want to leave that there for now because I got a couple other things we want to touch on before. Just, uh, just give me one second before you do that. I just want to give you one quick counter. Take two. Take two? two. Oh, Hey, take two. Woo-hoo.
1: Uh, well. anyways, as we all know, I've admitted to it. I'm ashamed of it actually, but yes, I've been on the, I have been on the dark side and yes, I was, Operate, i had my own obviously have my own car but i still had all the lettering and everything from uh from my company on there but one thing i, I will tell you is that i what i have never done is I, i've never put up any uh lyft or uber stickers in the actual window so uh, I you know as far and not a one of the passengers actually it becomes a conversation point they ask well um, they ask about it they see the little logo that's in the front window that is not a U or not Lyft or whatever and then I tell them well I you know I work for a transportation slash taxi company um uh, one of the biggest in the twin cities uh i i just out here doing this just to get out of the house or to just make just a couple of just a couple of bucks or whatever and uh, it gives me a time to talk to this passenger and tell them the downfalls of uber and lyft and what is going on as far as uh uh, as far as the taxi industry is concerned, and what you can do, how you can get a hold of us, how can you how you can pay for the ride? There are a lot of options there. So we'll get into this a little bit more. Like I said, when uh, when Christine calls, and a little bit later on when Alec uh, calls in. But Ed, you had something there.
0: Yes, I do. Uber stock closed at thirty one dollars and eighty six cents yesterday. Lyft closed at forty four dollars and fifty cents. By the way, if you had bought your Lyft stock. At the peak on its IPO day, you now would have lost half your money.
1: Sim- do, you, do you? Do you? Are you feeling a little sympathy for these
0: people? Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's Mister <laughs> Sympathetic. You're, I, I,
1: you're like me, Ed. Sympathy in my dictionary. Sympathy, sympathy r- rests between syphilis and shit. So, uh. ooh, I, you you have been
0: warned. You have been for uh, violation you are so slow on the trigger you better believe it and now in the in the few minutes we have before uh her highness calls in and i i think this woman is fantastic that is not a slight at all uh i want to briefly touch on trip now ride safe world uh had a big article that that uh justin LaPlante put together and it, it's a fabulous article and i don't have time to, to i was gonna go into it in in detail this week but uh obviously we we, we have other things we're going to do but if you get a chance go to go to ride safe world follow them on twitter go to the website there there there's a big big article nice very in-depth piece as justin always does about trip trip is uh, that when they first started showing up uh popping their head out of the ground about a year or so ago uh, their big thing was, well, the drivers will keep 100% of the fares. trip and wants to be the next Uber or Lyft. they never had an app. They, they don't have any customers. The guy that runs it, owns it, has been found guilty in multiple MLM schemes, multiple level marketing pyramid schemes. Uh they want to charge a driver $195 a month and then the driver gets to keep all 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 the fare. But apparently it's now coming to light, well there's a booking fee that the driver will have to pay. $1.95 a ride. And more the the drivers are the way the driver's really going to make money is to get more drivers on board. They have zero customers at this point. It is a scam. It is a they they are perpetrating uh, it doesn't appear that that many drivers are biting on this. The different forums that I, I, I that I'm a member of, and I read, and everything I've read, it sounds like the majority of drivers, even the knuckleheads, are, are realizing this is not legit whatsoever. And and Trip keeps parading out people that they claim to be are are, are high level executives, et cetera, et cetera. With them, uh, and, and they're all just tap dancing around the issue. Uh, there, there's, there's no there there when it comes to trip. Like I said, I, I think they might finally have an app, but it, it's all a scam. But go to Ride Safe World. Uh, again, it's all there. It's a great read. Uh, charts, pictures, even for the dummies like uh, like me. I, you know, we we got to. Uh, uh, I didn't get a chance to look at that too uh too in depth
1: there at all. Uh yeah, I think that's pretty much all that that is about. I don't think that this individual actually ever plans on no. trying to attract customers no. or anything like that. And the ship has sailed as far as uh uh ride shares are are concerned here. I mean, you uh, people who are into that have already have their Uber, already have their Lyft. And they're not gonna go to an up to a flyby night. They've already had bad experiences with the big two. They're not gonna try a you know a third one here where they we'll might pro- actually have to wait an hour and a half to get a ride.
0: <laughs> a company that promises not to be like the the very two companies they're 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 going to look it's- and they're already and as you pointed out here, they're already full of crap, so oh yeah they've been they've been shown to be full of crap right right from the get-go as soon as they showed up on the scene as soon as their names started floating about i went to their website i again this goes back a year year and a half whatever it's been and there was nothing okay where's the app let me see oh we don't have an app yet oh uh, where's your customer base we don't have a customer base yet (laughs) yet you want me to give you two hundred dollars a month for what I can just tear that up and and, and watch it float down the street. Uh, yeah, I would, I would get more. Send my way, I'll put it on my fireplace. Exactly, uh, a very lovely <laughs> fireplace too. I might add. John was nice oh, enough to send that me was, That was fun. John was nice enough to send me photographs of him burning stuff. It's a very weird ritual they have there in the in the Midwest. But hey,
1: but I that- miss the days when you could burn garbage. So there you go.
0: <laughs> I'm just I love this well, woman. Guess, who is. guess is who is calling us here. On the nose. Boy, I tell you. And now if you could just
1: answer it. Yeah, if I could just answer it. Hello, Christine. <laughs> How you doing? Uh we are just doing ducky here. Uh say hi
0: Ed. Hi Ed. Oh. Hi, Christine. <laughs> can you, can, <laughs> oh so man! I'm
2: still at my daughter's soccer game for the moment. So you may hear some whistles and uh, the, hey, so on.
1: But you can hear my little grandson—excuse me, grandson—in the uh, background here sometimes too. So uh, this is what we call big-time professional radio here. So we're <laughs> happy great. to have
0: Absolutely. we're happy to have you, Christine, no matter the circumstances.
2: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: So, what is going on in the world of the Toronto taxi industry?
2: Well, I would say that uh, you know I can only really speak on behalf of Beck for the most part, and we're we're as busy as ever, and uh, our fleet is growing, which is really exciting. Ooh. In fact, we're getting more and more. Um, Past Uber and Lyft drivers coming in and, and taking our Centennial College training course and, and bringing their cars into the taxi fleet, which is interesting. Uh,
1: so now, so now, tell us. Uh, now, I was seeing here. Apparently, you have a uh, uh, have gotten quite the fleet of hybrid cars now. Now, that was that by design or?
2: Well, it it started to happen organically, and then um, because the drivers, I mean, obviously drivers are buying their own cars. They own these these taxis, and Mm -hmm. uh, if there are fuel savings to be had, it certainly makes sense. And then the City of Toronto did mandate that all taxis had to be hybrid or lightweight vehicles. They had pretty strict environmental restrictions there that they unfortunately just recently uh, removed. Um, I guess in the face of deciding whether or not they would apply the same environmental restrictions to um, private hire vehicles, they instead to level the playing field, as we've always <laughs> heard, they've removed that requirement, which is pretty disappointing to say the least.
1: So they went the other way, in other words, because I remember you. They went you the were,
2: other way. So yeah. In, in complete you know, contradiction with any kind of environmental goals that the city has, um, they, you know, A, did not put a limit on the number of, Of private hire cars and then they went that extra mile (laughs) removed any environmental restrictions from all of the 90,000 plus ptc vehicles and the 5500 taxis
0: good lord ed yeah Chris christine i I heard you mention the the college earlier so now are you guys running your own training uh in in lieu of what the, the the city used to do i know they stopped all that wonderful great training that, that used to happen. Are you is Beck doing it on their own now?
2: That's right. So in twenty fourteen the city voted to remove the seventeen day training course that the city was running. And um, rather than, you know, uh, how do you promote a safe and professional service if if drivers aren't trained? So uh, I I had two choices, either to quit or to (laughs) to, uh, approach approach a college. So we went to uh, a very well-known college in the city of Toronto. It's called Centennial College. And we worked with them, uh, of course, after I flew down to the um, city's training facility and demanded all of the materials. um, uh, for the individuals who were part of that decision-making process. So grabbed as much as I could from them, whether they liked it or not, and then went over to Centennial College, and we worked together with them to build a course. And in fact, it's much better than what the city was doing. It includes the defensive driving component uh, in-car. So, you know, it's a one-week course rather than 17 days. Um, Yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, that's so. Yeah, I, I I just want to plan ahead. Go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, just just to wrap that up, uh, the company that I was with uh, forever—they do a similar thing. It's two days training. Uh, I got my hack license here in New York uh, to fill in when I'm—I've got nothing to do, and that it's not so much training as they prep you for a test. But at least it's something. The drivers have, uh, you know. At least the cities or the companies are saying to them, here, here's what we need you to know. Now, as we all know, whether people retain the information or not is an entirely different story, but at least the information is being presented to them. And I say kudos to you for for taking the bull by the horns.
2: What? You know, I think I think the, the goal here is to mitigate risk. The idea that we are going to prevent any sort of accident or any kind of bad customer service or what have you is obviously not realistic. But I think in the, in the position that we're in, knowing what we know after hundreds of years of, you know, hard right. lessons in, you know, this kind of industry and, you know, maybe decades more than hundreds of years. But um, we know that we have a responsibility to mitigate that risk both for drivers, for the sake of drivers and passengers. But let's not sure. forget about, you know, we're living in a very big, busy, you know, congested city in Toronto where bike lane infrastructure is changing and there are pedestrians and cyclists and, you know, what have you. We have to make sure that drivers understand, you know, the the responsibility that they're taking on in this commercial service.
1: Right. And so I, I, do you, speaking of pedestrians, do you have the same problem we have here, where you have people who are crossing the street while they're looking at their cell phone?
2: Oh, I mean, you know, oh my it's God. hey, you know, until we can't say the same about drivers looking at their phones. Oh. I mean, I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, well, I, think, I guess we I can't get to. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't fault pedestrians for looking at their phones. I mean, it's the same thing. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Like it's, you know, I, I'm not prepared until we are, um, you know, able to correct that behavior in cars. You know, to to look at pedestrians and sure, I mean you know, but they are soft and vulnerable. So I, just well, think, I, I, I you know, will say, I will, s-
0: I will say this not to be to one up anybody, but I appreciate Toronto's a big bustling city and, and Egan, Minnesota is that bustling, and bustling town. But, uh, come to Midtown Manhattan here in New York City any day at any intersection in the yeah. middle of the workday. Literally hundreds if not thousands of people crossing, and you're sitting there. Heaven forbid you're trying to make a turn, but uh, half of them are looking <laughs> yeah. at their phones, so and they don't care. They will literally oh, walk yeah. over your car. I agree. <laughs> so I gotta ask you now.
1: So. I so i'm I'm just preparing ahead of time here just in case uh, donald trump uh, wins in twenty twenty I want to be prepared so now, if I come up there and immigrate to uh to toronto now will you be able will I be able to take that week long class and will i as a stranger to your city be able to pass it and paint my car uh uh paint my car back uh, back colors here yep one
2: hundred percent come on come on up. Even We're though ready. I, well, I be,
1: you might be, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are further north, aren't we? So, oh, well, yeah. Ed, you got anything else here? Well, oh, wait know, a minute.
0: Go oh, ahead, go ahead, Adam. No, go ahead, John.
1: Well, I, I you and I uh, discussed this briefly, uh, Christine, um, when we were talking about this. So you uh, you understand that out right in here in Minnesota, uh, we have a company that has uh, decided to let some of its uh, uh, lesser marked vehicles up uh, uh, also drive Uber and Lyft. And you you had an opinion on this, and I want to hear it. <laughs>
2: Well, it's shocking, I know, that I have an opinion. I I tend to, I don't ask if you don't want the answer. Kind of, you know, that's that's the way it works with me. But it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, it, you know, it's. It, shooting themselves in the foot isn't even, you know, it doesn't even describe that behavior. It's the same thing as, you know, the same company wouldn't have allowed a competing taxi computer or tablet or radio in their vehicles. Why would they allow? It's just a dispatch system. And if we really do believe that, which I do, why would you have, um, you know, competing companies software in your branded vehicle?
1: I, th- I think I you, think you stated it well, Eds over, we're doing a happy dance yeah. because you two seem to be uh, in agreement
0: on that. The, the way you so.
2: want wrap the- a McDonald's Big Mac and a Wendy's wrapper.
0: Right. Is the- Thank you. Who is it? It's ridiculous. I used the analogy uh, just a little earlier before you called in. My analogy was uh, this is essentially me making the bullet and selling it to the guy who's got the gun that's going to shoot me. I, That's
2: I don't. right. It's as if, you know, why do you hate yourself so much? Is it because you want to go out of business? I, I think a taxi company, and in our case in particular, all we have is a brand. You know, we don't – we're probably the only taxi company in Toronto that doesn't allow – you know, we're not going to have a personal insurer advertising (laughs) on a (laughs) rooftop sign on our our, – or a personal injury lawyer rather you know, advertising on a rooftop sign on our taxis. You know, we have a brand. That's all there is. And and anything you would do to deliberately dilute that brand is –
0: bananas I- so
1: uh, let me ask uh, just one more thing here and then we'll we'll turn you loose here unless ed has uh one more thing or whatever uh geez so now how do you how do you are, are you able to go out and attract these other drivers like you said some of them are former uber and lyft drivers how are you getting the message to them
2: I think what happens actually is that, it, you know, existing Beck drivers are, 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 are providing that message to them. I don't have communication um, with Uber and Lyft drivers outside of when I may run into someone at City Hall and they may want to, so what's it like to be a taxi driver? Could I drive a Beck taxi? And that's happened. But I think what happens is on the road, you know, commercial driving, there is a camaraderie there whether we want to admit that taxi drivers and Uber or Lyft drivers would, would talk, um, they do. And they, they, you know, Uber and Lyft drivers are asking, what's it like working with Beck or, you know, why do you have your vehicle there? And, and, you know, a Beck driver saying, well, because, you know, we have a meter, we get paid, you know, the value um, or the cost at least of the work that we're doing. I mean, you know, nobody's giving me $2 to take you across the city. So <laughs> I think there's, um, you know, and, and. They discuss the fact that that drivers can come in and, and walk into my office anytime, and we have these conversations, and we support each other, and it's just a it's just a completely different scenario than what they're faced with when it comes to these app companies.
0: Ed, did you have anything else? I just want to say, as always, Christine, thanks for calling. And by the way, we we have to start talking to you when there's not major hurricanes around, and I'm not hightailing at, at it out out of town.
2: That's, yeah, the last two times, oh, my gosh. Well, you know, stay safe. Maybe you shouldn't have me on
0: anymore. Maybe I'm well, the bad luck. Well, I'm or in a New York City now. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I, but anyway, I, I, I just just for me personally, I'll let John wrap it up. But, again, thank you for calling. We always appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to us. It's uh, it's always fascinating. Oh, queen of all hacks.
2: Oh, it's <laughs> yes. it is always a pleasure and we all have to stick together and the good news is my daughter won her soccer game so everybody's happy
1: tell Yay. her i said congratulations uh we'll thanks th- th- thanks for joining us here again Beck taxi in my opinion and i've seen it from afar but uh, the best in north america is, is from anything that i have uh, seen anywhere here so christine thanks for uh joining us here and hopefully we'll catch you again soon
2: it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. You Thanks, guys have a
0: great Christine.
2: weekend. Bye
0: bye now. Bye bye. So,
1: Miss Christine Hubbard, uh, the uh, operations manager of uh, Beck Taxi in Toronto, Canada, uh, and all uh, around, fun. and all around good egg. Yes, 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 indeed. And her, her daughter
0: won the soccer game, so uh, life is good. Yes, life is good. Like, you know? Life is very good. Well, why don't we get Mr. Soul Cab on the line? And Yeah, that's right. That's- I actually have to make that phone call, don't you I? You do here? have to make that call, so while you're doing that... While you're doing that, I will just babble on a little bit, and uh, you go right ahead, my friend. Yeah, well, I've got don't have a mo- lot to say because you guys know I'm a pretty, pretty withdrawn person, very shy, not not prone to uh, talking to people that I don't know. Are you kidding me? That's all I do. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I mean, she uh, Christine's been uh, tweeting a lot lately, and you got it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is somebody you need to follow on Twitter at Christine Hubbard. If uh, no nobody stands up for her people like this woman does, and and I say that with all sincerity, and uh, believe me, with all my experience, I've never seen anybody defend her company and mean it, and I mean and mean it. There's no. You know, she's doing it just because she collects a paycheck from Beck Taxi. She is Beck Taxi. And, uh, and she's out there Absolutely. fighting for her guys. And if I ever find myself in the wilds of Toronto, in Canada, <laughs> I would certainly, certainly stop by her office and see about would they take a poor little American boy like myself. Well, I was only half joking, man.
1: I'll tell you, if, uh, Trump, if Trump wins in 2020, uh, I, I know I I know I could immigrate and have a job. Don't say that because you won't do it. You, you doubt me?
0: Yeah, I doubt uh, everybody that says that. I doubt well, everybody. I, I'm not saying I'd be happy about it, but don't say you're going to up and move because if you're going to do it, I'll drive you to the flipping border. I'll would take you? you? I'll take you up on that. Anybody that says, oh, I'm going to. How many people were going to leave the country when Trump won the last time? well and they're still here
1: I, you know no. i think that there are a lot of people no and i'm i'm really i, I am half.
0: you're right remember. there are a lot of people
1: <laughs> you, you
0: you're you're horrible oh, uh, You stopped in the middle of a sentence <laughs> I think there there's are a lot of, a lot of people I, I think there's a lot of people well you're right there are a lot of people there's seven billion of us go ahead what's your next point
1: there are those. Let me let me put it that, this way: there are those <laughs> who would Go ahead. Uh, who said that and probably didn't realize just how horrible it has been, how big of a laughing stock this uh, this president has uh, made this country, uh, and he's only been at it for a little over two years now.
0: No, no, no. You, you know, you forget that when they were talking about you uh, running your big mouth and saying, "I'm going to leave the country." You're not
1: going to oh. make the country. Yeah, well, you just never know. Oh, I know. So anyway, so anyways, I'm I'm about ready to uh,
0: dial the phone uh, here to get a hold of Alex. And so, I'm uh, about ready to make you look even more foolish. So you go right ahead. Oh, one ringy dingy. The
1: tension. Okay yeah there he is alec how are you i'm good alex, how you doing great great this is uh alex uh stefan is how you pronounce your last name correct that's correct all right and he is uh in the uh, twitterverse as the soul cab at the soul cab and uh we thank you for uh, joining us here on the taxi stand hour
3: thanks for having me So uh, pretty exciting
0: yeah. Uh <laughs> oh, we'll take care of that really quick.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um I, I guess I should ask you real quick here how how things going out there, uh, maybe with the latest on A B five.
3: Uh things are cruising along. Um they had until yesterday if they were gonna make any carve outs, you know, any uh, amendments or anything to it, and they
1: did not. So now it just goes to the vote by the by Friday. And this is going to be now the full Senate in California that's going to vote on this? That's correct. Okay. Well, I, I wish everybody the best of luck there. That is going to be the great disruptor uh, if that happens out there. And for those who, who don't know what AB5 there there, it's uh, is out there in California, it is a measure that basically uh, is giving is, – is it every – just every, about every uh, gig worker – that uh, is in california
3: yeah pretty much, pretty much there are um carve outs for different uh, industries of medical real estate hair salons that sort of thing but yeah gig workers especially uber and lyft drivers doordash they'll all be employees
1: subject to a minimum wage subject to certain conditions i don't know if it would be benefits i think benefits would still be up to the individual company would it not
3: uh depends. Um, larger companies that employ people for thirty two hours or more have to provide health insurance. Really? That's
1: correct. And I and I think that, that I think Uber and Lyft would probably uh, cover that. <laughs>
3: they would, oh, I unless would've... they try to, you know, pull drivers to thirty hours a week. They're now only wait other, a minute. Only
0: now wait a minute, Alec, you're not saying that Uber and Lyft would try something underhanded with their drivers i find that i'm shocked <laughs> and appalled that's
3: <laughs> yes yes yeah, they want to do anything like start a predatory loan company to-
0: <laughs> yes i wanted to talk about that <laughs> what what <laughs> i can't well, I, I know there are people that if they do this there are drivers that will borrow money from them because there are drivers that are still drivers for them and i don't know john if, if you saw this in the news but this is what uh Uber is, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. They're currently in the uh, dipping their toe in the water, asking drivers uh, their opinion on certain topics. But it appears they want to get into the payday loan business with their drivers. You know, that's oh okay. God. I we're, hadn't we're, heard. Of that. Yes, we're cheating you out of your money now, and uh, let's see if we can't get a little more. So you come to us to borrow because we don't pay you enough, Alex. You got anything and the worst more part on that? About it? Is- the worst the worst part about that is is that
1: yeah how would they get their money back well right out of your freaking earnings what little you're already making uh from them
3: right and they probably lower the rates at that yeah. yeah
1: exactly uh so uh you uh i i informed you too on this uh situation here in the twin cities about uh this company, who is also embracing their, uh, letting their drivers also sign up with Uber and Lyft, uh, you had kind of an interesting perspective on it. So i I'd like to I'd like to have you run that by us.
3: Well, uh, just a great opportunity to, within the law, disrupt Uber's uh, Uber service.
1: Yeah, because now, don't hang up on me. I don't know if you are aware of this or not, but. Uh, I've already stuck my toe in that uh, for a little bit. I, I took it back out when I discovered it really isn't worth the wear and tear. And uh, you really, if you want to make anywhere near what I'm making with my company, uh, you literally have to be going not literally have to be going nonstop the the entire the entire time, and then you still don't even come close. Uh, so I've been there, done that, unfortunately.
0: But uh, anyways, now, Alec, no. Now, you, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead, Ed. Now, Alec, I, I find that very interesting. Uh, I think in theory, I understand what you're saying to to attack the enemy from the inside. Is that where you're going with that? Well,
3: Hello? I'm just saying within the law, you know, there's certain ways you could disrupt their, disrupt their service.
0: And, and sure. again, in, the, and in theory, not I... Hope. In theory, I agree with that, but I'm looking at it from, once you said that, and uh, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but in this particular case, we're talking about a company who doesn't have any business at all. Their drivers are already hurting, and you got to wonder, they're not going to try to uh, beat down on Uber if now suddenly they have a new income stream from it, regardless of the pittance it would be. I understand what you're saying, and from a larger perspective, if we could get hundreds of thousands of cab drivers to do that. But, you know, I I just don't know that individual drivers are going to look at it that way. I agree with what you're saying. I just don't know that individual drivers will see it that way, especially in the, in the situation, John, John's describing here. Well, one of
1: the things, and and I think I know another reason why, uh, why they're doing this is that first of all, they have the business cuz they are all they also have the same type of medical rides i don't know if they're doing school transportation or not but they have a lot of the same rides that we have at our company and what they're trying i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get drivers to understand and you know the old say the old commercial well then they told two people and they told two people and so on and so on is that if you were if you ditched Uber and Lyft, you could make this type of money. And it's the same thing Christine said as far as how uh, how their drivers, uh, as they're out there talking to the Uber drivers, are attracting people into Beck Taxi. And so eventually, if you can get these drivers who are making crap but don't want to admit it uh, off of Uber and Lyft, you know, then they could get them onto our fleet, and you never know; it, it could it could work. Uh, yeah,
3: well, I think the I think the drivers, you know, once they did Uber for a week or so and realized how bogus of a situation it is, you know, they might be all too happy
1: to disrupt the service. Oh, absolutely, I agree, and that's the only reason. You know, when I was on the dark side there, I was constantly telling passengers. You know, I was telling them the biggest thing I was selling them on uh, was the fact that. You know, for this ride, uh, I'm 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 barely making peanuts off of this ride Uh, and doing so politely, not trying to beg for a tip or anything like that, but just to let them know the perspective. Hey, you know, you're out there on the streets uh, talking about a fifteen dollar minimum wage for employees in Minneapolis. Well, then why shouldn't uh, why shouldn't all workers be able to make a minimum wage of at least fifteen dollars? Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, man, oh, man. So let me get off of that right now. I, Ed and I are going to have to agree to disagree on that and uh, and, and with you as well. Uh, so now what's it been like there in, in San Francisco? Uh, I've heard so many stories about the added congestion now with Uber and Lyft. Uh, uh, is it even worse than it was, uh, say, geez, even three, four years ago?
3: Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm about two hours south down here in beautiful Monterey, California, but I get up there pretty often. Um, man, and you, you walk around, and you're not exaggerating when you say 40%, 50% of the cars you see are Uber in the cars.
0: Oh, sure. We see that here in New York as well. I mean, now here here in New York, yeah. uh, they have to have the uh, the TLC plates. It's the only city where they're, the drivers are licensed, like the cab drivers, they have to have the, t- the tags right. and the insurance so you can pick them out. And believe you me, when I tell you, you get into Midtown Manhattan, it is nothing. It seems like nothing but Uber and Lyft cars. Uh, so, yeah, so, and, they're, and it's they're everywhere. Ridiculous. And they're, of
3: course, they're in the taxi lane and they're in the bus lane. Right. And, mm, right. Really stopping and yeah, there's, there's, it's an infestation.
1: Well, I, I sure wish you luck out there with AB five. Make sure that you uh, make sure you let us know what's going on with that here as soon as the Senate votes, because unfortunately, it's not really making real big news here in the uh, here in my neck of the woods, and I don't think it's making a lot of news nationwide. But you know how we keep uh,
0: track.
3: So um two things to note is there is an advocacy group in New York who's already started um, to uh, put together an effort to get an, AB, uh, excuse me, an ABC test as part of AB5
0: in New York. What's the name of the um, group? Days ago. What's the name of the group, Alex?
3: And the other good news is, is they, um, they amended, they did amend AB5 yesterday um, to give local um, district attorneys um, uh, the right to sue with the state's help to enforce the law. Cause that's where the big challenge is going to be. Uh, is enforcement because as we all know enforcement is virtually non-existent right for anything they do so getting this mm-hmm. enforced is, is going to be the next step along with their upcoming ballot measure which is going to be uh it's going to be a fun one too
1: alec uh ed was asking uh what the name of that uh, organization is in uh new york do you know that off the top of your head uh,
3: i don't but i'll, I'll tweet that to you it just came out like a day or two ago okay but um okay. Yeah, so someone has already started
0: by the way, just so you know, and I just started seeing the cars two days ago, uh, New York City, the Taxi Limousine Commission now have TLC police. They have marked units that say TLC police. Uh, I've seen people in, oh, okay. what, in what appear to be similar to New York City police uniforms. But that covers a lot of ground. There's a lot of people that are departments, hospital police, and school crossing guards all wear the NYPD uniform with a, a difference of a patch. But, well, they're going to be busy. <laughs> right, right. Well, I've already seen a couple of Uber cars pulled over. Uh, so, yeah. You'll keep- so so the enforcement, and again, you're right. The enforcement is, none of the rules mean anything if nothing is enforced. Uh and that goes for everybody. Taxi, you know, you, I, I, you've I, you been in the business long enough to know there's just as many knuckleheads driving cabs as there are uh, over in Uber and all, and all that. But, you know, without getting into that. Uh, so I, I think you can see it. I like your take on it. It seems to us that the tide is definitely turning. That it's going are to be sooner than that, later. The last part? I said the tide yeah. is definitely turning and yeah, that uh, it is
3: definitely turning and um, as I say you know every day that we stay in business is is a victory and a day closer to their demise That is exactly
1: you
0: are, you are correct sir now now we
1: were just talking here uh with Christine Hubbard from uh from Beck Taxi in Toronto where she said She's that awesome. Yeah she really is but uh Queen <laughs> not, the, not that I want <laughs> exactly uh no she she was saying that they're attracting drivers on a uh, on a regular basis now, former Uber and Lyft drivers who have uh, been talking to the Beck taxi drivers. And and maybe that's not such a bad idea. You know, you see somebody at the airport, you see an Uber or Lyft driver at the airport, you know, if you got a second, if it's not too busy, uh, just, you know, talk to them for a second and, you know, ask them, is this really worth it for you? Are you working full time? Do you like hauling people full time? you know, and, and maybe tell them that it, it, you're still going to make a heck of a lot of money. Uh, if in this business, if you have the right company and the right, uh, uh, background, you know, the right support system, like they do up in, uh, like they do up in, uh, at Beck. And I saw a story here some, uh, just a week ago or so that, uh, Seattle taxis are, are actually the business is starting to increase for them and they're starting to get a little bit more of a toehold on it so yeah you're right it, we, um, uh,
3: we we increased our fleet by about fifty percent in the past 18 months we were wow and we started before over we had about 80 90 cabs and then we went down to like 39 cabs and then um, that was about 18 months ago. And then we're back up to about 65 caps.
1: Yeah, And you know what's happening is is that, you know, where sadly some companies had to throw in the towel. Uh, we lost a couple companies here in the Twin Cities. Uh, there are t- companies out there that refuse refuse to lose, basically, you know. And, and your company yeah, is um- one of them. Uh, Beck, obviously, is one of them uh and yeah um, I, as you said before i actually do uh, kind of involuntarily recruit someone
3: i had a Lyft driver uh, come up to me while i was parked on the street and ask me about cabs and how's business blah blah, blah. you know I, I just laid it off straight out and he's uh, been a good taxi for us now for about a year maybe longer
1: how, how many uh how many rides would you say in you do in a in a 12 hour shift
3: I'm i I'm one of the fortunate people. I'm real busy down here. I live in an older demographic. Um, we have some programs like, uh, uh, senior vouchers to give, um, retired people the vouchers they can use to pay for their cab. We have some non-emergency medical accounts.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: I'm probably doing, uh, I'm probably doing anywhere between 10, 15 runs a day, maybe more.
1: And because you're actually getting paid what they're worth, you can actually wind up make a pretty decent living off of it, I'm assuming. I make more than an Uber, driver, drive, Uber or Lyft driver makes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Alec, we are getting up here at the top of the hour. So I and we got to we got to leave the airways for a little bit here so we can go into the tomfoolery known as uh, the second hour of the taxi stand hour, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I want to thank you for uh, the conversation here. We we love to have you on again here at uh, some point in time. Hey, anytime.
3: we'll we'll crack open some beers when AB5 passes and have a little
1: celebration. Sounds like a hoot. All right, we'll talk to you later, sir. Take, thank you so much. Man. Take
0: care, Alec. All right, thanks, all. The way. You guys have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. And our and our apologies go out to Sac Taxi Dave. Who uh, we were also scheduled to have on today, but we've just plain run out of time. We, I was just communicating with him. He's going to bed. You get some good rest out there, Dave. We'll uh, we'll touch base with you next week. <laughs> exactly. By the way, a uh, little behind the curtain stuff there, Ed. Unfortunately,
1: your your audio is getting to the point where it was the last week on my end. Just so All right. so if I don't hear you or whatnot, that that's why. If I go, huh? <laughs>
0: Okay, you'll fine. you'll know why. You well, yeah. That'll well. That also might have been because of the additional phone call you had on on your end. So, so that that might work itself out. Well, let's hope so. So, what do you? Say, are we ready, or are we still got a? Oh, we, we got still got thir- thirty. Seconds? We got about thirty seconds to go. We got about thirty seconds. So, uh, oh so well. In that case, in the second hour, we got this all
1: to look forward to. We do have the Rosa Mendez birthday report. Powered by the AP. That god, that just sounds so boring. Uh, we also, uh, we also have the long-awaited return of John and Ed versus the Spread Baby. We are, we are ready to fire that up. So we will uh, see you on the other end. Until then, adios.
0: See ya. I guess.
1: TFI. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. <laughs>
4: campaign. This is take nine.
1: <coughs> Dwayne, Dwayne, that's your cue. Oh, uh, right. Anytime you're ready. We're ready, Dwayne. Oh, hi. This is Dwayne Stomp of Blacktooth, Telling you, if you do drugs this weekend. Don't drive
3: Wrong again, Dwayne It's don't do drugs Don't do drugs That's what I said No, it's not It's not even close to what you said
1: You come in this booth I'll show you how close it was, Sherlock
3: We're gonna do it again, Dwayne Say, don't do drugs If you must drink this holiday weekend Do not drive
1: Take 12 This is Dwayne Stump Weekends are for drunks do drugs. Okay, Dwayne, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, I think with a little editing, we've got something we can use. Don't do drugs. And if you must drink this holiday weekend, don't drive. (laughs) Hey, good morning, and uh, welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. Uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754 2428 Jesus, let's try that again. Yeah. 754-800-2428 is the number if you want to join in on this uh, this here conversation. Uh, once again, from Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And uh, from Queens, New York City, Mr. Ed Van Ness.
0: Good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, welcome to hour two of the Taxi Stand Hour. This is its own taxi stand hour this would be the second taxi stand hour as opposed to the first taxi stand hour and i try to explain this on a weekly basis to my esteemed broadcast partner here
1: yeah well i still i, I still think you're full of shit on that but uh
0: you know <laughs> beat you you to the punch yeah you did yeah you did no actually you didn't but that's okay all right but anyway here we are in hour two of the taxi stand hour and uh uh would like to thank uh, let's start off by thanking christine Hubbard and soul cab alec alex stefan for uh joining us there in the, in the previous hour uh, that was uh the 30 minutes of some great conversation and we'll, we'll speak to them again down the line again our apologies to uh sacramento dave out there and i know he's sound asleep right now but we'll we'll have him on next week and uh again as john said if you want to get a hold of us 754 800 seven five four eight hundred two four two eight. 754-800-2428 john what we got coming up in this big 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 hour number two well again
1: we have the rosa mendez birthday report that uh i don't know i i think we should start first but uh, that's up that's up to the uh chief cook and
0: bottle washer on the other end down wait, there wait, would you would uh, you like to, would you like to start get right into it get right into the birthday yeah report? let's just get right into it what do all you right, say all right stand by here we go kids and kittens hold on to your seatbelts it's back Shame I hit the wrong buttons. Radio TFI presents The Rosa Mendez Birthday Report, powered by the Associated Press. Here's your host, John Shannon. Oh, we got to find another sponsor real
1: quick. By the way, this information is from the <laughs> Associated
0: Press. Not, so oh then my we, god. I, as I said earlier, we are open to corporate sponsorship <laughs> for both for both the, the name of the report and who it's powered by. We we are we are not bashful. We will take whatever whoever comes along with a couple of shekels. I don't well, care are you going to set,
1: set up a GoFundMe page then for this?
0: No, no, I need strict advertising dollars. Somebody says, oh, okay. "Hey, John, hey Ed, I'd like to my company, uh Spritzer Spritzer Widgets would like to sponsor the birthday report." And I would say, "Fine, I'll take your widget dollars." <laughs> All right, anyways, uh let's so shall we get into this? <laughs> it's been so long. It's been since January oh my since goodness. we've done this. We haven't done this. Oh my! Okay, so let's get
1: into it here. Now, these are this is a list of birthdays from the past week. Uh, now, if you're not into that and don't give a damn, well, uh, I guess go get a <laughs> cup of coffee or something. But uh, football anyways, picks
0: coming up next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here we go. All right, so now on September 1st, which was last uh, Sunday. Monday, Sunday! 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 Uh, yeah! Actress, excuse me, comedian actress Lily Tomlin turned 80 years old.
0: She did? Yes. One, one ringy-dingy, two ringy dingies, three <laughs> dingies.
1: Singer Barry Gibb of the BJ's BGs turned 73. Really? Yeah, he's still with us. Man, I wonder how that falsetto's hanging on. yeah. It's it's kind of sad what happened to the BGs over uh, over the dead. course of time. I was gonna say, you know, he's a, the
0: surviving member here. All yeah. right. By the way, okay. do you know why they do you know why they're called the BGs? Uh, the brothers Gib. That's the well. Now it's just the one Gib. It should be the OG. Yeah. Oh, oh my You're, God! You remember how this works, John? You you give a birthday. You pause for a second. You let me say something hilarious. And then we move on.
1: Yeah, well, I'll let you say something. I was going to guarantee it's going to be hilarious. Well, well, there is. All right, anyways, moving on. Uh, Talk show host Dr. Phil turned 69 years old.
0: I have nothing to say about him.
1: I hope he gets a nice big turd pie in his birthday cake, to tell you the truth. I hate Dr. Phil. Most pretentious son of a bitch on television. Not even an actual
0: doctor anymore.
1: No, I don't believe he is.
0: But then All again, right, moving on. Now, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But then again, Judge Judy is not an actual judge either. Oh, God, there's another one I hate. Do you, Do you? Uh, no,
1: never mind. Never. Uh, do you remember? No, I wouldn't expect you to mem- remember this, but uh, there was a judge in Las Vegas when I was living there that had a had a tendency to be a little bit dramatic, and I wound up uh, calling him Judge Judy Bonaventure. Oh, really? Yeah. So
0: you're amazing. Okay,
1: term. moving. Go ahead. W- Moving on to September second on Monday, Terry Bradshaw turned seventy-one.
0: God bless him. Yes. You know what yes. they say about t- Terry Bradshaw? What's that? You could ask him, to, you could spot him the C and the A, and he still couldn't spell cat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Actor Mark Harmon Harman turned 68 years old.
0: Really? What's that? Yeah. God. NCIS. I yeah. No, no. I know where he's from. It's. Uh, I know where he's from. It doesn't make me feel any better about myself. Oh, actress Linda Pearl turned 64. Oh, I love that girl.
1: Yes, oh, indeed. That girl. Keanu Reeves turned 55 years old. Really? He's only five years younger than me? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's a year younger than me. Huh. Actress Salma Hayek turned 53 years old. No, she didn't. Yeah, uh, it's hard to believe, isn't it? But her boobs are only 26.
0: You, are you sure? I'm have not, you I If you have this marked into your calendar. I, I just needed to say something funny, and I'm sorry I did because I love Selma Hayek. <laughs> uh, Singer guitarist of the Beach Boys, Al Jardine, turned 77 on the 3rd of September. Is that all? Honest to goodness, I would have thought a Beach Boy would have been well in his 80s. Yeah, yeah, you me too. Well, or uh, you know, uh, pretty soon they're going to be the beach corpses.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see where was I here again. Actress Valerie, Valerie Perine turned uh, 76. Really?
0: Now her boobs are only yeah. about about 35, that much I know.
1: Yeah. Now, do you remember where she made her big splash? Superman. I mean, she's done plenty of pictures, yes. Miss Tisberger! That's right. That's right. (laughs) And rounding out September
0: 3rd, uh, actor Charlie Sheen is 54 years old. But he looks about 77.
1: Oh, does he? I haven't seen any recent pictures of him.
0: (laughs) Winning, man. (laughs) Okay. Winning. uh Winning. Winning.
1: Winning, yeah, there you go. All right, September 4th, actress Mitzi Gaynor turned
0: 88 years old. Is Mitzi Gaynor still alive? God bless her. According to the AP, she is. Well, if the AP says it, it must be true. Well, you know
1: it's fake news.
0: (laughs) Your Trump is worse than mine, and I don't have a Trump. (laughs) Thank you. All right, moving on.
1: Actor Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Is 66 years old. Mr. Kata! Mr. Carter,
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, hi. Here we go into the whole deep voice thing.
1: Oh, actor, comedian Damon Wayne's turned 59. Really? Yes. It's another one. He's only I can't, he- me. I can't believe he's older than me, to tell you the truth. Well, I can't believe he's still around. Yeah. Moving on. Singer Beyonce Knowles, thirty eight years old. Queen B. Yeah, is that not one of the most beautiful performers that's out here in uh, she,
0: pop music today? I, I I only the my only regret is that I don't know I I don't know she just seems to be too flashy sometimes. She's got the most beautiful eyes. I, I mean, she of course her voice mm. is is beyond. You know, but I, I just feel—I don't know what it is. There's just something that gets under my skin, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just feel bad for her, like I should, mm. but—and that wasn't funny. But so, now you remember, she sang.
1: Uh, she sang for uh, uh, President Mrs. Obama for the first inauguration, or yes. the inaugural ball. Yes. In, uh, oh, very in beautiful. 2009. Yes. So when they were getting up on the stage and, and dancing there, and I always thought when she was singing "At Last," yes, that was the song that Beyonce picked out. Do you remember a song that she did? And it was actually figure, or it was actually uh, featured on uh, a couple of uh, cell phone commercials, if I'm not mistaken, where she said, "Let me upgrade you." We don't remember that. I would have laugh laughed my ass off if that was a song she picked for that particular yeah. uh, for that particular moment. I have no I memory of that, sir. Let's move on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. So we're moving on to September 5th. Uh, actor-comedian Bob Newhart is still alive at 90
0: years old. That That is just so. He did the last couple of years that it was on. He had a recurring role in The Big Bang Theory. And obviously, oh, yeah. and obviously, he's moving on in years and and all and all that. And, but he still has that comic timing, you know. Mm-hmm. He still has it. The button-down mind of uh, of Bob Newhart. That was well, I think it was his first album. About that piece. Oh, of no! So
1: now I want you to, to calm down. Don't get too excited here. But the beautiful, the talented Raquel Welch. 79 years old. No. No. Have you seen pictures? Have
0: you seen now and then pictures? I have I tell been, you. I have then pictures in my head. And I'm sorry. Uh she still looks exactly like she did on the uh on the poster for uh what was it? 1 million years BC. Yes. And and, and I don't call me sexist, call me misogynist, call me whatever you want. I was a kid at the time, and I didn't appreciate what I was saying. I appreciate it now, and then some.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right that, for everything you described. There. All right, and then last but not least for the fifth uh, singer, Al Stewart turned uh, 74. Al Stewart? Yeah, I remember. I, I can only think of one song that he was uh, was on the top 40 way back when of, of his. What was and it? And that was called The Year of the Cat.
0: Oh! Oh, the okay. The Year of the Cat. Okay.
1: So, so, moving on now to the 6th of September. And this September is September uh, 6th. That
0: was yesterday.
1: Yes, it, it was, wasn't it? People had birthdays uh, yesterday. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, comedian Joanne Worley turned 84 years old.
0: Chicken? Is that a chicken joke? <laughs> that was her whole thing. That was her whole thing on, well, not her whole thing, but that was one of her recurring bits on Laughing. Uh, is that a chicken joke? She, you know, and I didn't really understand it. I still don't, but. I remember. And neither do I, so don't feel bad. Uh, Also, on the sixth, country singer David Allan Coe. Oh, the greatest country. He he wrote the ultimate country song. Yes, he did. I know it's
1: unfortunate.
0: I I was drunk the day my mother the day my mother got out of prison. You want me to give you the whole thing? No, no, no. I I I know the whole thing. I'm not going to
1: Got out of prison. I
0: know he's going to edit that. So I, I can break everybody <laughs> into tears with the story, but I'm not going to tell it. Played at, at, yeah. at my best friend's memorial. But anyway, let's move on. David Allen. Coe. I got it. Yeah, uh, uh, singer, bassist
1: Roger Waters from Pink Floyd turned 76.
0: Hmm. That sounds about right. I got nothing to yeah. say. I got nothing to say. Oh, I, I I find that hard to believe. Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, comedian actress Jane Curtin turned seventy-two. Jane, you
0: ignorant slut! Jane, That's... you ignorant slut! There you go. There you go. <laughs> seventy-two years old. I got. I got nothing. I got oh, nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. You took it. No, you took it. You took it. God. ahead. <laughs> with it. That's actor uh, comedian Jeff Foxworthy turned sixty-one. You might be a redneck if you know Jeff you Foxworthy's birthday
1: exactly uh, actor comedian Michael Winslow turned oh, 61
0: from Police Academy he's the the sound guy yeah
1: yes, yes. yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. very good thank you uh,
1: country singer Mark Chestnut turned 56
0: I am vaguely aware of the name other than and other than that I got nothing. I couldn't tell
1: you any of the songs he did, to tell you the truth.
0: Uh, actress Rosie Perez turned fifty-five. Now, if you want the quintessential quintessential New York accent, you go to Rosie Perez. Now, She's wasn't got-
1: she? In, she wasn't
0: she in My Cousin Vinny? Wasn't that her? No, no, that's. Uh, Oh God! I can't think of her name now, and I love this. What woman. the hell is she? Yeah, she only, but I can't. She only, wanted, she only won an Oscar for it. Yeah, and that's sad. Getting back, sad to that Rosie, I don't know that. Getting back to Rosie Perez, she was in White Men Can't Jump. She played Eddie Harrison's right. girlfriend. She's been that's in a lot right. of a lot of things, but the best joke I heard about that movie was there was going to be a sequel to White Men Can't Jump. It's called Black Men Don't <laughs> Pass.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh man
1: uh, rounding out September 6th uh, singer Macy Gray turned 52
0: whatever happened to her she had the one one hit
1: yeah and I couldn't tell you what it was so. something
0: about a car it, was, it had to do with a car yeah. moving on who's having a birthday today John John Shannon today. birthday birthday master tell us who is celebrating a complete trip around the sun today
1: Singer Gloria Gaynor turns 76 today.
0: Guess what? She did survive.
1: Yes, she did. Very good, sir. Uh, and last but not least, uh, comedian Leslie Jones uh, turned 52 years old. She is,
0: she is rocketing right now. She is. She, is. she s- is. And that's it? Just two today? Pardon me? Just two birthdays today?
1: Yeah, just two birthdays today, at least two of them that I thought anybody would give a damn about. But Well, pick one at random that we may not give a damn about.
0: Just pick one I at random. I don't have that in front of me. You oh. have to realize I pasted this onto something I could read. Oh, I see. So, in other words, are we done with this this bit? We this are second? done. We are done. Bring us uh-huh. out here, sir. There, we're done.
1: Get plastered, you bastard. Happy birthday to you.
0: Well, happy birthday to all of those who uh, we just talked about, and some in some cases remembered, and others, not really. And to rack exactly. you'll always be 24 in my eyes, honey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was great. Oh, shall, shall we go into the pics, or should we
0: uh, talk about a little anything else that might have uh, actually a, hit our radar let's take a moment here because obviously we had to knock some of the rust off of that that routine uh so you know let's what give them talking moment. about we're knocking rust off every week we do these shows <laughs> <laughs> are, are are you ready for the picks do you have your picks oh yeah
1: i have my picks yeah, let's do that next, just because then we can kind of go into the flow of anything else that uh, me may want to talk about. And then, then we don't have to break away from it until the very end. So, yeah, let's go ahead. Fire that puppy
0: up. You know, I accidentally hit the points music earlier. You didn't hear it. You did. I had I, well, I heard. I heard it, but oh,
1: well. Anyways, let's have it, brother. You ready? Yeah. No, you're not. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: It's time for John and Ed vs. The Spread 2019. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of skin procrastination. That procrastination? That's what you said. That is what I said. Each week, John, first and goal to go, Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. We're back, baby. We're back. And by the way, just to catch everybody up from last season, we came up a little bit short before the Super Bowl because somebody had to move to New York. So <laughs> so by default, I won the, uh, I won the trophy.
1: Yeah, it's just because
0: he had to take it with him. That's right, because <laughs> I had to find room. So we all know how this works, and if you don't know how this works... Told in the intro for goodness sake call us right exactly we'll, we'll explain it all right so here we are week one a brand new season we're just uh, by we're the both- way I, i'm getting there i'm getting there by the way last week we picked as a as a practice we decided to to pick on the thursday night game bears and packers the bears we both chose the bears giving up three points and guess what we both lost.
1: No wait hold on. Hold the phone here just a second. According to the president, the Bears won that game 31 to ten.
0: You gotta explain it explain that whole meme, and this is radio and not so we're gonna move on from that. <laughs> All right,
1: if you've so, seen the meme, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, okay. So John, let's start with you. Let's uh, by the way, we're starting fresh. Zero zero, nobody's won, nobody's lost. It's a John has a chance to to bring in all of his new and inventive ways to cheat this game. John Shannon, who's your first pick? I'm gonna tell you something right
1: now, but my strategy is 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 already put forward because I don't. Quite frankly, I don't have the time to put in what uh, what Danny Sheridan puts in when he comes up with his uh, picks. So. What I'm doing here, quite frankly, and I'm you're probably going to get bored with it, is there's going to be two teams I'm going to go with week in and week out, except really? obviously when we have a, a buy. Uh, so the first one will be, of course, the local the local eleven, if you will, uh, my Minnesota Vikings. And this week they are hosting the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons. I am picking the the Vikings are uh, four point favorites. I am picking the Vikings taking that minus four.
0: All right. Well, it's funny you should say that because I too am taking the Vikings over Atlanta. Okay. Who's your next pick, sir?
1: The other regular go-to every week is going to be from the city of my birth, Kansas City, Missouri, and those Kansas City Chiefs. Who are
0: they playing this week, sir?
1: They are visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars, where the Chiefs are five-point favorites, and I'm going to take the Chiefs with that five-point spread.
0: All right, good for you. Uh, Moving on, they have got Washington and Philadelphia. This is the biggest spread on the board which is why i'm taking it uh, i'm taking washington getting eight points at philadelphia at them there eagles john who's your final pick
1: and then the last game is kind of going to be my wild card game that will vary from week to week but my last pick is going to be the los angeles rams Uh, visiting the Carolina Panthers, where the Rams are a three-point favorite. I'm going to take the Rams, giving up three points.
0: Ah, okay. And finally, for me, uh, the second highest point spread that I could find this week. And also, what the heck, they're kind of my home team now, one of them, but I'm still going to watch the Dolphins tomorrow. We're going to talk about that after this, but it's the New York Giants, the Gents, the New York football Giants, visiting the frozen tundra of Dallas, Texas. Giants are (coughs) seven-point underdogs, so I am taking the Giants with the seven points. So, just to recap, both John and I are taking the Vikings, uh, giving up four points against Atlanta. Uh, John is taking KC minus five at Jacksonville. And uh, the L.A. Raiders. I'm sorry, the L.A. Rams. The Lambs. The Lambs. Minus three at Carolina. My, my final two are Washington getting eight points at Philadelphia and the New York football Giants getting seven points at Dallas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that completes this week's segment of John and Ed versus the spread. We want to thank you all for joining us. And as always, if you use these picks uh, to go out and gamble real money, you got bigger problems than we can deal with. Yeah, and ain't that the truth? And that's. Okay. Now, hold on a second. I got something I want to talk about because I've had to figure out a way to watch the Dolphins. Okay. And. Uh, Right now, I've joined CBS All Access. It's going to cost me six bucks a week. Six bucks a week? Six bucks a week? Yeah. Is it a week or a month? Six bucks a... Maybe it is six bucks a month. Whatever it is, so I can get the home games. I can get the games that are shown back in South Florida. And -hmm. there'll be a couple of weeks where they're on Fox. I haven't figured that out yet, but. Uh, but I'm gonna follow my team, and I haven't really followed them much since I moved. And I know there's a lot of changes, so this is gonna be very, very interesting for me because we got a new coach, new quarterback, we got new everything, and uh, you know, just not, just not happy about it. Anyway, no, I, I'm sorry, Ed. I,
1: I really don't like it when you're not happy. Here, I well, thought you said you're gonna. You ordered Direct TV or some damn no, thing. Like that. No, I
0: already got cable. I already got cable. So,
1: and besides, you don't want to lose your signal uh, whenever you get a few drops of rain.
0: Well, I mean, it'll work out. I get it on on my tablet, and I just cast it over to my TV, and and there you there have you it. Go!
1: Don't you love technology
0: for? I uh, do. with that now. I uh, do, although know, I. I, I, what I miss, what I will miss is being able I would always record the games this way I could pause it you know uh huh. and usually and as often as not I would I would wait about 15 minutes into the game before I started watching it so I could zip through the commercials you could zip right through the commercials yeah that's actually not a bad idea alright so, so. so here we are uh an hour and a half into a two-hour show, we got 30 minutes left. What the hell do we have left to talk about? Oh, we got all kinds of
1: stuff here. Did I just now? have to reach into my – oh, yeah, I got – just reach into my pocket here and uh, Ooh, I will I will bring, bring it out here. So we just got done talking about football now. So have you heard about this young lady that is a member of the USA national soccer team who has been uh, – who, who apparently is pretty adept at uh, kicking field goals. Apparently she uh was tra- or she was training or not training with, but she was at the Philadelphia Eagles camp and knocked through a 55-yard field goal. I'm not
0: and that's a surprised. She's a they, soccer player. She's
1: yeah. That's what she does. She kicks a ball.
0: Right. Uh, right. Right. right.
1: but there are there have been at least some rumblings about the fact that uh, some NFL team at some point might not be this year, but at some point uh, they may wind up bringing her uh, into their roster.
0: It's already been done. What do you mean? Go see the movie Necessary Roughness with uh, Scott Bakula and Kathy Ireland as the female kicker. Okay, that was that was Hollywood, but it was still Kathy Give Ireland. A
1: Give me, bro. Oh yeah, okay. I all right come on okay so the i i'm sorry yeah i do remember the movie believe it or not yeah. all right but uh the one the concern that everybody was talking about okay what about kickoffs you know she's got to be one of those uh, uh one of those players that has to chase down uh, if somebody has a long run back she might actually have to try to knock uh uh, knock that uh, guy that's carrying the football, trying to knock him out of bounds. If nothing else,
0: have you seen some of the uh, other kickers in this league? They're the size well, this of is, teenage this is girls. Very true.
1: Yeah, this is very true. So it'll and be interesting the, to see.
0: And by the way, any woman that puts her is willing to put herself in that position, really not going to have an issue. She knows she's going to have to chase people down, you know, and all that good stuff. This is not going to come as a shock to her. She's got pads on, and uh, have you ever watched soccer? They can get pretty vicious as well. Yeah, no kidding. So apparently, moving on,
1: apparently there is a, a, I don't know if he's part of the cloth or not here, but uh, there is a a guy that is uh, doing what was called uh, conversion therapy, trying to uh, convert— uh Source so mode. he come out after 20 uh uh after 20 years of leading a uh homophobic program we find out that i guess her name or his name is uh mckay game jesus christ mckay game uh, that, that's the first days i've actually read his name so i wasn't ready for that but he, well, after 20 that,
0: years... The fact that it's a gay name?
1: <laughs> I did not want to go there. Oh, my God, did. Ed. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I wonder about you. Hold on. Oh, don't wonder.
4: Oh, you're going straight to
1: hell for that one. You
0: better believe it. <laughs> better believe it.
1: Oh, so anyways, yes, we he winds up uh, coming out. And uh, now we discover that McKay game is gay and now so I'm assuming he uh, is repenting for all the crap that he's put people through that uh, thinking you can rewire somebody that is gay I, praise I, I,
0: praise his efforts to take yes. the evil evil gayness out of each and every one and do you know how he took the gayness out of people how did he take the gayness out of people well there's a certain place on the, on the gay man's body which is the exit portal for all of his gayness and our good friend uh, our good friend went down there and and, and taken it uh, just to, to help his fellow human being got down there and sucked all that gayness right out of him now sometimes the gayness would come uh, back <laughs> and he'd have to get down there and suck it out again and then lo and behold the gayness would get smart and realize there was another exit and try to take that exit out, but our brother, our good brother here, would plug that hole <laughs> and make oh, sure that gayness did not get out.
1: Uh, for for all of those uh, who are right now getting getting their pitchforks ready, <laughs> that was uh, uh, Mister Ed Van Ness in uh, Queens, uh, Florida, Queen, Queens, Queens, Florida, or oh, yeah. right, yeah, so clean Queens, Florida. Oh Jesus! Yeah, there we go. There might be
0: Queens, Florida. How we not, know? But there are queens in florida <laughs> well there you go doing exactly yeah, what we're in described. queens
1: new york so if you got your pitchforks that there's where you want to go
0: sunny side uh, new york when,
1: when's the last time you flown
0: uh good question it would have been were uh, they still
1: using prop jets oh
0: you know you're older than oh wait a second no i'm older than you it was yes. About, you are older than me. Christmas will be four years. Okay, so
1: apparently uh, this story that came out that a, a, a American Airlines pilot and and I guess apparently he was uh, disgruntled. I guess there's a, uh, a labor dispute there wasn't, with wasn't uh, American a pilot. Airlines. It wasn't a pilot. He wasn't a pilot. No, he was a mechanic. That's right. And he uh purposely uh sabotaged uh one of their planes and fortunately yes, the fortunately the the pilots uh caught on to that otherwise oh, that could have been a a uh disaster and if, Jesus. I'm cor-
0: if i'm correct didn't that come out of miami uh da, 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 da. yes yes indeed
1: americans Mi- miami hub yep miami a third world
0: country there. Yeah, well, let's it, see it, how best it, to get our point across, because what do people really pay attention to? Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's bring a, a commercial jetliner down out of the sky, because that always puts yeah. people on your side. Hey, oh, yes, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, now this one, I don't. This uh, is something from your uh, from your buddy, uh, your favorite. Uh, and actually, I think she is your representative. Uh, AOC, Ms. baby. AOC. You want to talk uh, about? Apparently, yeah. Well, apparently, she re- uh, she rebuked Boston's straight pride parade. Everybody uh, did. and apparent and its apparent lack of uh, female pers- uh, participants, calling it "I struggle with
0: masculinity" parade. The, uh, she <laughs> was kind to them. Are you familiar yeah. with Are you familiar with that at all? Did you see any of the videos? Read any anything that went on with No, that? no, I, I didn't. He's, there are you have to look it up. They had a little press conference the day before. Mm. There is one guy on there, and I don't have the exact quote. and I don't want to ruin it, but he's from Boston, and when he when he puts the question to them, it's hilarious, and you got you got to look it up, but. They were just there to cause trouble. That's all. The straight. Uh, basically, it's just guys that can't get laid. Yeah. yeah Look, at you. right. Look at you. Look at you. You're pasty. You're fat. You can't get laid. That's why you're upset. I'd be upset. I am upset. I'm pasty white and can't get laid. I get it, but I'm not going to go throw a parade celebrating the fact. For goodness' <laughs> sake. Why? So because, these are the same guys. Because straight these are the same white guys. That- because straight white men have been so persecuted over the past couple of millennia. Oh, we have had it so, yeah. so rough. Look, I've been saying to a lot of people lately, look, we had a good run, uh, uh, straight white males. We had a great run. Unfortunately, it's over now. And we are on that. Look, those of us that are still around right now, we'll have some of the some of the tail end benefits. But any, any white male being born right now, forget it, buddy. By the time you hit 40... You're not going to have any... Look, I would have liked to have ruled a country or uh, at least a fiefdom. But, you know, look, straight white males, we ain't what we used to be. And uh, you you got to accept that. Uh, and that's right. All the white girls want somebody that's not you. Deal with it. It sucks. <laughs> but guess what? They don't. So uh, you, you're just going to have... So let's throw a parade. I'm pathetic. It's the I'm pathetic parade. That's what that... Stri- Nobody has ever persecuted straight white men or straight men period they have not been persecuted yeah. they don't need to celebrate their straightness okay the, the gay pride thing is is from the perspective it's the perspective of they're different from straight men so they want to celebrate they've been persecuted beat up killed the whole stonewall riot thing that is now celebrated it is a, ho- a massive holiday in the gay community The Stonewall riots that happened here uh, in Lower Manhattan many, many, many years ago celebrated all over this country. And uh, you don't like it? Don't go to the parade. But they're out there for a reason. But they're out there for a reason, and they're celebrating their history, which has been bloody and wonderful for a lot, but still a lot of hard times. So they're saying, look, we, we, we we can get by. You're a straight white guy. You've had nothing but advantages, okay? Security guards aren't following you around. Uh, the guys aren't aren't picking fights just because who you like to go to bed with. They're not beating you up over it, okay? Yeah. I want I want a parade because I can't get laid. You, pizza.
1: Of... And you know what? What what people don't understand, you know, when 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 idiots and people who are homophobes. And what have you. Yes. And that runs hand in hand with being an idiot. When you don't understand this isn't uh, that lifestyle has. And no, I'm sorry. Bad word. That way of life. Let's put it that way. It isn't about uh, it isn't about just who you want to sleep with. This is uh, something that, uh, you know, look at some of the there are gay couples out there right now, gay uh, folks that are married that are a hell of a lot more functional, quite frankly, as a family, than uh, many, quote-unquote, straight uh, couples. I Look, mean, we're, we're, so- we're,
0: we're, we're well on our way to the direction of the only difference between a gay couple and a, and a straight couple are the fact that there's two penises in the bed or everybody's the same gender. Other than that, gay couples fight. They pay the bills. They buy homes. They do everything else. Including have children. Exactly.
1: And, exactly.
0: and that's the only difference is that both parties are the same gender. Now, I want to get off mm-hmm. on that for a second because there's something that's been bugging me for weeks and weeks okay. and, and months. And I wanted to talk about it. I'm very serious about this. Before I go off on this, everybody needs to understand. I'm not against what I'm, I'm about to talk about. Okay? I just think it's being overdone. There is hardly a TV commercial anymore where, if there's a couple involved, it's mixed race, and I don't care. It happens in the real world, and I get that, and I'm okay with it. I, I, it's a variety is the spice of life. You like yours a little darker? That's fine. I like mine a little darker too. That's neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. it's not everybody for god's sake not every i mean every couple every it's great to see biracial children in tv ads and all that and it's fabulous it's part of daily life it's who we are you see them on the street every day but not every friggin' commercial there's still some straight couples out there not straight but there are still couples that blacks have married blacks and and hispanics have married hispanics and again i'm not opposed to biracial couples not in any scenario, I think they're just gone overboard with it. I think they're overcorrect. That's the word I'm looking for. They're overcorrecting right now, you know. It,
1: now I got to tell you honestly, Ed. I I don't even notice it. To be honest with you,
0: I notice it only because it's it's like okay, there it is, and and it's not that it's there that bothers me. It's again, it's just I feel it's an overcorrection. I, yeah. I think it's and it's true.
1: This is. this is what i what where i do agree with you is that that this isn't real life these are two actors that are are together and at this point in time they're going out of their way to
0: but the good news uh, the good mm -hmm. news is that every actor is now up for every part it doesn't matter
1: yeah this is true
0: gay straight which is great again I'm not opposed to it. I just feel like they're over. I think now I've gotten to, to the point that I wanted to make. They're overcorrecting. Things happen oh. in an organic way. So so I'm done with that. And send your cards and letters to John Shannon. Mr. Ed <laughs> Zip code, I'm freezing my ass uh, off.
1: So I do want to get into uh, uh, something that happened yesterday. But I do want to bring up one other thing here just to make you happy.
0: So I've been. Uh, Good luck with that.
1: Uh, well, I've been uh, discussing something here over the last couple of weeks with my uh, friend out in Las Vegas, uh, Mr. Rod Johnson, who, uh, well, like uh, while you I disagree. Yeah, well, Las Vegas. While I disagree with him politically, I, I still say that. Uh, when this old guy was down to his last uh he was kind of my uh Mike King if you well, there uh there you go if you want to uh if you want the analogy there it's a good
0: analogy. Uh, Mike King literally came and scooped me up mm-hmm. and put a roof over my head till I could kind of get my boat back on course. at yeah. least in the right river. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh and having having said that uh And I don't know what happened because when I was out there in Vegas and him and I were running buddies out there, I never realized just how much of a gun fanatic he had become. And it is to the point where I'm actually a little bit worried about him. So I promised him that if he brought the, if he brought me some stories, recent stories, we're not talking about history from five years ago, but brought me some recent stories of a good guy with a gun, uh, who is uh, who stopped a perpetrator or was able to protect themselves in or the right whatever place at
0: the right time?
1: Yes, exactly. I told him I'd, I'd bring him up here. But he sent me a story uh, here about a a young lady, a young Houston lady who was able to uh, fend off a couple of perpetrators who were trying to grab her purse while she was in her car. And she wound up shooting one of them, and in in essence, chasing the other one away. Uh, and I thought about this. I thought, well, wait a minute. Uh, somebody has got to ask the question: Did she did she have this gun legally? You know, or was this just another case of? Uh, uh, the, the young lady was is African-American uh, that doesn't state the race of the perpetrators but I'm going to put myself out on a limb here and say that they were probably uh, African-Americans and then it's one Go of on those on. things that could oh, hold on please Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that this could have been something that might have resembled black on black crime which sorry nobody seems to give a damn about here in this uh, in this country uh, but anyways, I asked the question, well, what happens if she, they find out that uh, this young lady was carrying this gun illegally? And I was reminded about the uh, uh, Castle Doctrine. You're familiar with that, correct? No. You know, Okay. Well, basically, the ca- Castle Doctrine, it's been enacted in a few states. Basically, it gives the right for anybody to defend themselves uh, with a the firearm, uh, if uh, even if they don't have a concealed carry, as long as the uh, as long as this person is defending themselves in their home or in their car.
0: Oh, the castle doctrine.
1: Yes. So apparently that that applied uh, in this uh, in this instance. And Rod, I hope you're you either listen. I don't think you're listening live because it is stupid o'clock in uh, Las Vegas right now. But uh, then again, uh, you know, hey, uh, Alec called us and it was stupid o'clock in California. So it was stupid o'clock. A, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but the one thing that I had a problem with this is, is while she was okay defending herself while she was in her car. Uh, one can assume she was also carrying this uh this handgun with her while she uh was uh, out and about carrying her purse. so the question begs then at that point in time if she did not have a concealed uh a concealed carry permit to have this gun, she would have been in violation of the law uh, now. While I'm glad she was able to defend herself and she was able to uh, ward off her uh, attackers, the fact of the matter is, is that you were carrying this gun out in in public and you were doing this uh, illegally. And um, this is why we have to, we just have to get straight on this whole thing. We have to, we're not going to, at this point in time, we're not going to get rid of guns. Nobody is coming after your guns with maybe the possible exception eventually of these freaking assault uh, rifles
0: of course, the AR-15 I, I, I go, go ahead. ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish.
1: And, but the fact is, is that we have to, as a country get behind something, something that's going to be meaningful. So not only to put an end to these mass shootings, Uh, that are pretty much commonplace anymore, but to something that is is discussed a lot less, and that is getting these guns out of the hands of these little gangbangers who are trying to make a name for themselves uh, out there on the streets. Uh, We have to, I I don't know how you do it, I, I, but that is that's even a bigger thing because. For all the for all the mass shootings we've had in this uh, country, there have been far more people that have been killed in in street violence, and that has to be. There's something has to be done about that. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what it is, but uh, there's got to be something out there. And I tap out.
0: Well, I got a couple of things. First off, is it me or does it seem like lately every time we come off the air, it's, there's been another mass shooting? I mean, literally the yeah, past three, four weeks, something's yeah, you gone know, on while, got a good point. while we're on the air. And now I'm starting to wonder if it's not us.
1: Well, if if if, if all it takes is to uh, uh, end these mass shootings, if that's all it takes to put
0: an end to them, I'd happily give up. Yeah, exactly. See ya. You are but, absolutely right. You know, obviously, yeah, yes, we have to get rid of these weapons of war. I've said it before. I, I, I make it clear where I stand. I'm not a fan of guns, period. That being said, properly licensed, properly trained, per, keep it on your person. Okay, I can I can live with that. But to have, you know, the assault rifles, blah blah blah. And by the way, the the overwhelming majority of America wants to see some control on these.
4: Yes, absolutely it's,
0: it's the politicians when the number one guy, el Presidente, you know look, they're all yeah. they're all in the NRA's pocket and that's going to end eventually because but how can we go week to week to week? And yet every week one of these nitwit politicians is saying, well, now's not the time to discuss it. When is the friggin time? We, we got people being blown away on an, on an almost daily basis, groups of people. When do we talk about it? The fact that oh, McConnell has not brought the Senate back off their vacation to resolve this. Speaking of McConnell, you heard what he did with Fort Campbell in Kentucky? No, huh? Funds that were set aside to build a new middle school Middle School in Fort Campbell, which is a huge, huge base. I believe it's an Air Force base. Lots of people there, lots of, you know, uh, the current school is, you know, falling apart. Uh, well, all that money, 60-some-odd million dollars to build the new school has been sent to, guess where? The wall. Yes. You know That's what a- I would
1: find... What I would find incredibly funny is if on day one of a new hopefully new administration, they take a bunch of uh, TNT along the top of that entire wall, or at least everything that Trump uh, built and uh, just blew it up, blew it up. Mr. President, tear down this wall
0: pretty much and you know you you think about it anybody that runs against him all well, they have to keep saying any debate any what about the wall mexico's gonna pay for it no they're not your boat your wall's not yeah. you ran that was your number one we're gonna build a wall and mexico's gonna pay for it where's the wall yeah and mexico doesn't seem to have a they don't seem to be writing many checks these days. Yeah, no, not exactly. Oh, not oh did exactly. you see? Did you see Melania Google eyeing uh, the Pierre Trudeau or Justin Trudeau?
1: I thought we were. T- I thought we talked about that last week.
0: We may have the serious
1: uh, gloomy eyes. Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: I want to talk about it again. Oh, I just saw the picture. I saw the picture uh-huh. last night, and and Ivanka too. Giving him the uh-huh. eyes. Oh. Oh, Trump's gotta be coming out of his skin. Well, maybe he does that nightly anyway, but
1: <laughs> no, of course that was probably taken out of context, but you know no, what? No, it, I doubt it, it. It was uh it was sure enjoyable to uh see nonetheless. Uh all right. Let me let me end this with uh with this here. Uh, yesterday i had a i was responding to a call uh up in a minneapolis suburb and it was on one of uh one
0: yes i have one thing to say before you get going okay oh this what's it what 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 oh you're gonna tell this story Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: tell this story. Maybe I'm you have to just... you have to forget. And I can't really hear you all that well with this, so I apologize if that wasn't as spontaneous as it could have been. But anyways, uh, yesterday afternoon, I had a I had a call uh, in a Minneapolis suburb. It was on one of these uh, medical rides that we uh, do. Uh, I go to roll up uh, to the address. Uh, I. The house numbers didn't make any sense to me. I wound up going up about uh, 20 yards away from where the actual address was. Didn't see anybody coming out of there. Couldn't see the house number on this apartment building that I w- assumed that the, this passenger was in. Uh, and so I, we were provided the phone number. So I gave uh, proceeded to give her a call. Well, as the phone was ringing... Uh, somebody comes walking up to my cab and immediately goes into this diatribe about you made me you made me walk all this distance from my house to to get to your car my house is back there uh, and just got so so indignant about it and i i can't quote her ver- verbatim uh for what she actually said to me but she just got flat out rude and i I finally, you know, I've done this maybe five times in the 36 years that I have been doing this job. But I actually, I, well, I didn't put her out of the car, quite frankly, because i had not let her into the car. I says, we're not doing this. We are, uh, you, you can find, you can find another way. And uh, I went to tell her, well, then she wanted to, you know, yes, you're going to take me. But, you know, no, I'm not. You try getting into this uh, into this car with my uh, doors locked. If you can do that, then I'll be happy to take you because you're a better person than I am. But um, you know what? What gets to me was if this was a cash-paying customer, I probably would have been a little bit more apologetic, but I'm sorry here. You know, this country, this state of Minnesota – is is very generous when it comes to providing rides to doctor's appointments for the disadvantaged. And you know what? I'm I, It's a great program. I'm glad they're doing it. But you know what? If I was a part of that same program, I would be thankful beyond belief. And if I was inconvenienced and had to walk, you know, 20 yards over to where my ride was, I would say, oh, I was back there and I'm I, I'm sorry, you know, or whatever, but it would have been a lot more pleasant than that. Uh, folks, if you are lucky enough to be receiving a service from a, a government supported uh, provider, put your hat in your hand. Just say just say thank you. If there was a you know, if there was a problem, you know, I, I just put it this way. I wasn't rude to her until she just decided she wanted to go off. And then at that point, you know, she was bringing a knife to a gunfight because I unloaded on her. At one point in time, um uh, she said, or I told her, I said, yeah, you know, she was talking about how I was going to lose my job and that I said, oh, you must be funny. And Ed's giving me the finger here. So it must be time to uh uh say goodbye here, I guess. Oh, in a little... Come on, Ed, it's bigger than that. <laughs> but anyways, again, long story short, if you're getting help from the government, appreciate it. That's all. So in that case, I guess it's time to say goodbye, so adios.
4: See ya! I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much. I can't believe the things that you say Every day If you keep on talking, baby You know you're bound to drive me away Yes, if you keep on talking, baby You know you're bound to drive me away